This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your copy today. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. It's your girl, Felicia Wallace. Happy New Year, y'all. It is 2022. We are here. We are blessed to be here. I am glad that um, I get to do this with you all. Um, you know, this this is the first time you guys are hearing me since, what, like October, I think, because November we did a rewind of um, a great series that I did with um, Keele Carter from the Keele Carter Experience about obedience being our responsibility. And then uh, December was rewind, right? We rewinded the top five, not a rewind, but we did the top five episodes of 2021. So this is the first time that I'm in your ears live. And so I am grateful to be here. I'm grateful to still be doing this, that God has kept this on the, um, in the plans because it could have gone another way and he could have said, no, we're not doing this anymore, but he wants me to make sure that what he gave me, I give out. And so, um, yeah, I am here. If you've been following me on social, you'll see that I am have been dealing with some procrastination lately. Um, and I think that as we talk about um, the subject for today a little bit later, it, it all makes sense. It really does all make sense to me. So I, I know that the procrastination is, you know, coming from my self-doubt and um, just a few other things. And so, um, but I'm ready. I'm here. I pushed through. I did what I needed to do. Gave myself a little pep, t- pep talk, um, said a prayer, and here we are. We are recording. So um, first of all, welcome to all the new and continued listeners. No matter how you found the podcast, whether it was by way of guest episode, solo episode, or you found me on social media somewhere, thank you for being here. Um, we hit 33,000 downloads, y'all. Like, that is how you start a new year. Now, I know I had a goal last year of hitting 50,000. That was the goal for 2021 is to hit 50,000 downloads. And so um, it was a bit ambitious because I know when I said it, I think I was at like 20 something. And so, you know, either way, you guys have been listening, you are sharing, you are subscribing, you are are doing the thing, you are letting your peoples know. And so we're going to set the goal again for 50 for 2022. So I think that's possible. I really do. And so just continue to share. 
continue to listen, continue to um, tell your communities about it. And I, you know, I, 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 I will be great, grateful as always. Um, so before we get started in today's episode, I really just wanted to take time to just kind of think back to 2021. So um, a couple of maybe last week or the week before last, before the new year started, I went in my stories and I said, you know what, I'm going to repost the top five countdown you know just to get some people to listen and then I was like you know what I should um repost the um guest episodes and so I go through I repost the guest episodes and I y'all literally am having this moment again where I'm just like God really intentionally specifically strategically connected me again with 30 more women to be able to share their stories on the podcast to be able to um share their stories with me like I'm just so grateful as how he just is continuing to use me and so um yeah this is just I like 2021 was um amazing there was a lot of things that happened even in the midst of some not so good things happening like we know that all things work for the good of God um and so I know that good bad or indifferent it's all for his purpose and um I'm grateful for it uh so as we started to talk about when I was having this so we'll talk about the procrastination moment that I'm having or in the midst of is probably what it is it really has to do with some self-doubt and so um today we're actually so before I even get into that for this year um God really wanted me to dig deeper into how self-doubt shows up in our daily lives in different areas of our life so um like right now we're going to do a four-part series on self-doubt and faith and then we'll do something on finances and then on health and then your career and then business and then your marriage and you know I kind of last year I think I did a few where I just did like an episode but this time he really wanted me to break it down because I think that what I have learned and what he has shown me is how much self-doubt, self-sabotage, insecurities, um, imposter syndrome, all of those things are really wearing his ugly head, um, especially amongst us Black women. Like, it really is because we have this thing in us that um, whether it be societal, whether it be social media, whether it be historical, whatever it is, that kind of um, it just, it, it really throws us off our game and really, um, allow, it, it really puts us in a situation sometimes where the littlest thing could just set us off and we are down this rabbit hole of not really believing who it is they call, called us to be that we believe that that is true about ourselves. And, as I've walked out this journey, y'all have seen me along the way that like, it's real, like it, it happens at random times. I have been um, in situations where um, even just recently, um, if you listen to the Behind the Globe podcast, I was on that, um, the Behind the Globe Behind the Glow podcast by Shelly's Tyson. Um, I'll um, tag it in the show notes so you all can listen. It really was that in that moment, I even told her like my imposter syndrome and my self-doubt showed up in that moment because she reached out to me to be on the show. And I'm like, what? Like, you want to talk to me? You want? And it's literally something that continues to happen every single day in different areas. And so, you know, some of the procrastination showed up because I am still feeling imposterish. I don't, yeah, 
whatever. Um, that's how I'm feeling. And so when God gave this to me, it was literally again, like, you keep telling me to talk about this. And I don't feel like it's something that I have fully accomplished where I'm one of you know, like, I, I feel like I have not gotten to the point personally, where I am like, whatever comes my way, I am just going to do it or whatever. So whenever he gives me something, he's like, this is what I want you to speak on. I'm like, what? Like me? And so I was reminded today. Did you hear that ad at the beginning of the show? If you're a business owner looking to expand your reach, you can promote your company or product with a host read pre-row or mid-row ad by me on the Slang self Doubt podcast. If you want more information, email info at FeliciaWallace.com. That's info at FeliciaWallace.com. Now back to the show. in preparing for this episode that it is not about me and that is my problem that is the problem of probably all of us is that we keep making it about us it is what God can do through us but in order for him to be able to work through us and get the message out through us we literally have to remove ourselves and so today we're going to talk about self-doubt and faith and um, before we get started I just really wanted to um, give a definition you know of faith so the definition according to Merriam-Webster dictionary says uh, faith is the belief in the existence of God strong religious feelings or beliefs belief in trust in and loyalty to God, belief in the traditional doctrines of a religion, firm belief in something for which there is no proof, complete trust. Now, let me just tell you, when I read that, I said, okay, well, I'm convicted already because <laughs> clearly uh, all of this is saying that I'm supposed to be trusting in and loyal to God. I'm supposed to have complete trust and it's just like, okay, God, I see what you're doing. You're bringing this up for me. You know what I'm saying? And so then I'm like, okay, well, what does the Bible say, right? Of course, the first thing that comes up is the uh, Hebrews 11.1 1, that says, now faith is the, is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We've heard that plenty of times. We know that. Um, and when you're trying to explain faith to people, we tend to use that scripture like you can't see it you just know it and the thing about it is is that when it comes to this self-doubt journey and it comes to having imposter syndrome and having our insecurities um when our doubts and our fears get in the way of what God is trying to do for us, we lose faith. That's what we do. We lose complete trust. We lose loyalty. When things don't go according to our plan, we lose faith. We lose trust in God. We lose trust in our Lord, our strong religious feelings. Like I'm literally reading what the, you know, the definition is, right? When bad things happen to good people, we lose faith. We question and like, why, Lord, why did that have to happen? Shoot, when bad things happen to us that we feel like God should have been able to, like, you could have done something about that swim. You know, we we lose trust and we we then kind of go into our shell. And so when we talk about, um, as we go into this first episode of 2022, I want to talk about how self-doubt jacks up our faith and what we can do to get back on track, right? And so as I was kind of preparing for this and even trying to think what was going to happen, we literally were actually on our way to Atlanta for Christmas. We went to um, Atlanta for Christmas. It was our first time ever being away. Like, this is my first time ever not being at home 
for Christmas ever in my entire life. So it was weird for me as well, right? But as we were driving, I really was like, okay, God, I need to figure out what I'm going to talk about because, uh, bruh, it's about to be <laughs> the new year and I got nothing, right? And so as I was just um, sitting in the passenger seat, like, okay, I'm putting my music on, I'm going to have my notes out and I'm just going to, you know, listen and be tuned in. And so he gave me this whole year of what we were going to do. And I was like, yeah, nah. Because it challenged everything that I was really thinking, right? And so, again, this has to go back to what I was saying before, that it was a part of my, this is where the procrastination was coming up in, is because I looked at that list and said, I can't do that. I can't talk about that. I can't have, no, I can't. I cannot, right? And so I kind of put it away. We enjoyed Atlanta. We enjoyed uh, Christmas. We came back home. My son's birthday is January 1st. I enjoyed his birthday. We did all the things. And I kept looking at this thing. It was like, I can't do that. I can't do that. Like, I don't even know why you gave me that because I can't do that. Like, why would you want me to talk about these things when you know that like, this is me just like, nah, I'm gonna just go move on. And so because I was already in this space of, I can't do that. I, I kind of shut down for everything. And so when I kind of move things, oh, I don't feel like doing that right now. I don't want to touch that. I don't want to do nothing. And so then I fell into this space of like, okay, now I have to do something. Look, well, Lord, what do you want me to do? Right? So the first point of today is that when self-doubt jacks up our face, the first thing that we have to do is be still. Psalms 46.10 says, be still and know that I am God. For me, when I'm in this place of, Lord, I can't do this. I don't know why you gave this to me. I don't know why you keep thinking that I'm somebody that I ain't. <laughs> like, this is this is literally me talking to him. He need, I don't, he doesn't have my attention because I'm focused on me. Like, I literally am like, this is about me. I can't. Everything that I just said was, I can't do that. I like I, 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 I put myself first, right? in the car when we were driving and I put on my worship music and I said a prayer and I said, God, show me what it is that you want me to share with the people that you want me to be connected with. Show me what it is that you wanted me to talk about this year, 2022, on this podcast that you gave me. He gave it to me in a moment where I was still and I allowed him to be God. And then I, which I do often, said, yeah, that's not going to work for me. I went to the person who is, I I know my health comes from. I went to the person who gave me this podcast, who gave me this opportunity, who gave me slaying self-doubt and said, that ain't going to work for me. So was I really still? I wasn't because I heard what I wanted to hear. And then I said, you know, I'm not even about to do all of that. Right. And so really being still means to sit your $5 tail down. Okay. And when I say sit your $5 tail down, I mean that. Okay. So I, what I had to do was, is that I got back home. And when I got back home and after all of the, my birth, I mean, my son's birthday and all of that other stuff, he was tugging on me. And it was like, um, sis, 
I already told you what to do and you playing around. Like, this is like daughter. Come on. I'm like, he tapping me on the shoulder. And I'm like, well, Lord, I'm not really, you know, later we got X, Y, and Z to do. You sure? Blah, blah, blah. I'm just, you know, making up excuses for myself. That's what I'm doing, procrastinating and making excuses for myself. And so finally, one morning, um, I was still. I literally, when I tell you, I'm going to tell you how still I was, right? Generally, lately, and we'll talk about this during this series, there are things that happen. There are things that um, I will do that I know subconsciously that I'm distancing myself away from God. I will not do my my quiet time. I will not do my devotionals. I, you know, may listen to a podcast and like if I'm, I mean, a sermon if I'm like grocery shopping, but I'm not being intentional about being present with him. And this morning, that that morning, he was like, he like he woke me up early. Like it was like the kids are virtual learning. Why am I awake? I don't have to get up. I don't have to take nobody nowhere. Why am I awake? And I just was like up. And it was like he said, I need you to talk to me. And so normally I will, when I have those moments, I'll like uh just sit on my bed and I'll journal, I'll pray, I'll listen to some music. And this time it was so like I know he told me, turn around. So our bed is facing like the headboard of our bed is to the window right so it would be behind me so I had to turn around and it was a beautiful like sunny morning skies were clear everything and it was in that moment he was like like talk to me and he and I had a heart to heart and I had to like I had to pour my heart out to him about what I was feeling at that moment and why I was in this place and why I continue to feel unworthy to be able to talk about the things that he's asking me to. And he reminded me in that moment that it's not about you. If I gave it to you, it's because I have something that I need to say. You keep making it about yourself and that's not your business. So he's telling me to mind my business is basically what he's saying. But it's like, that's not, you're making it about you and it's not about you. It's about me and who I need to get to. And if I'm using you to get to these people, how would you tell me no? Because you're blocking their blessing. That's what, that's what I am doing. If I, if I do not do what it is that he tells me to do, I'm blocking your blessing. Whatever you are supposed to get from this, I have no idea. I may think that I'm not qualified and I'm not. I'm not. He is. And so um, once I was still enough to be able to really hear him and allow him to do and say what he needed to say, then he gave me the next thing. So I hear all that. I've heard plenty of times um, people are like, oh, this is my word. I know um, uh, a few churches that I listen to, specifically Elevation and Transformation, they'll do a word of the year that they kind of stand on. Right. And so throughout the years like I feel like like last year I felt like my word was obedience and I felt like I was pretty obedient um for the most part right but it came like it just it was like one of the things where like I feel like my word is obedient because it just keeps coming up well this time I was like I saw other people saying like oh I you know my word for the year I need to figure it out and I want to be intentional about it and in that moment he gave it to me without me even asking And so what he said was, I need you to focus on what I am doing, what I am giving you, what I am putting in you 
that's what I need you to focus on. And so the word focus was so strong to me on that day that I was just like, is this my word? And in that moment, I asked and, you know, he replied and was like, I knew that that was my word. The Holy Spirit was like, your word is focused. And so I was like, okay, well, that makes so much sense to me, you know, because there are times where I could be all over the place. There are times where I am scatterbrained. Like I recognize that I don't be doing things in an orderly fashion all the time, right? But when we're talking about self-doubt in our faith, we have to focus on him. If we have to first be still and know that he is God. And then the second thing is to focus on him. We have to focus on what it is that he is telling us to do. We have to focus on where he is directing us. We have to focus on the thing, the one thing that he is saying for us to do. God can give you lots of things, lots of ideas. The Holy Spirit will put things in you and you be like, oh, but see, I have shiny object syndrome, right? I will see something like, well, the Lord told me to do this. And then he told me to do that. And then he, but that doesn't mean it has to be done right now. What is the thing you're supposed to be doing, right? What is the one thing you're supposed to be focusing on right now? And so um, Matthew, I think it's 633. I'm pretty sure, but this is, um, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added to you. When we focus on God and we seek him first and he tells us what's the next thing that we're supposed to be doing, that is what we're supposed to do. Trying to do things the way you want to do them or trying to make it work out for your your benefit or whatever the case may be is not going to work well for you. It, it just isn't. And when we focus on him and we focus on the goal that he's given us, we have to focus on the one thing that we can do well. I will give you an example. So you guys have heard the story several different times. You know, the Lord gave me this and it was the podcast. And then he had also given me t-shirts and he had also given me um, coaching and he'd also given me events. And he's get, when I tell you that I have a list of things that I'm supposed to like the, the things that God has shown me this slang self-doubt is supposed to be doing. I listen, when I tell you I have put my foot in all of them and try to that's not working oh okay well let me not do that let me do this oh well let me not do that let me do this oh let me switch over here and at the same time trying to do this the reality is is that if you try to we'll use this very same thing my small group was talking about this this week as well and this is how I this is the other reason why I know that you know focus was my word and it was something that God wanted me to really digest because everything that I have been like devotionals stuff that people have been sending me has all been about focus and really getting connected with him and plugging in to him and getting like knowing what it is that he wants you to do and so I'm going to use this example when it comes to focus right so you clean your house right let's say you vacuum your bedroom floor you wash your dishes, you straighten up the living room, and you clean the bathroom mirror. Is your house clean? 
If you've been listening to this podcast or following me on social media for a while and you're ready to start your journey to healing or you're ready to confront your doubts and insecurities, there are three ways I can help. First, you can download the journal prompt from my website. Use this as a guide to get back on track with where God is calling you. Secondly, you can go to my website and purchase the Slang Self Doubt Prayer Journal. Using this prompt and journal will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. These questions will force you to dig deep and find your fears. Lastly, if you're ready to invest in your healing journey and work directly with me, book a 30-minute connection call with me today. This allows us to see if we are a good fit for each other. So head on over to my website, www.feliciawallace.com to do one or all three of these. That's www.feliciawallace.com. Now back to the show. If anybody said yes, you're tripping. Your house is not clean. You have cleaned things in your house, but your house is not clean. There is not one room that is completely clean because you only did a portion of it. You vacuumed a floor without making up the bed, without putting away clothes, without straightening up the dresser. That Your bedroom's not clean. Oh, so you went into the kitchen and you wiped off the counters. Well, is the floor mopped? Is the table clean? Did you sweep? Did you put the dishes up? Okay, you went to the bathroom and cleaned off the the mirror. Did you clean the toilet? Did you clean the sink? Did you clean the floor? You went into your living room and you straightened up the magazines. Well, did you dust? Did you, you know, um, mop the floor? Did you vacuum floor? Whatever it is, if it's not done to completion, it's not done. And what sometimes happens when self-doubt seeps in that is how we we because we're trying to do so many things we will try to touch all these things all at once one of the things that i i I recognized this week was that in my previous job because of the job that i had i could not make a to-do list it just was not possible because anything could happen on that day Um, working in healthcare, you could have eight people call out and now you are the front desk, the back desk, the manager, the the doctor, the nurse, and even the patient. Right. Um, And so I got into the habit of a done list. Right. And I would be like, well, because of the way my life is set up now, I can't do a to-do list. I do a done list. What did I get done today? And I'm going to just have to be okay with that. Right. I also was somebody who had open tab syndrome. And that meant that I would get all of these emails, get all these things I needed to do, and I would just start a whole bunch of stuff. And so at the end of the day, I had 15 open tabs, but nothing was complete. And then I would feel overwhelmed because I felt like, oh, I got so much to do, but I never completed anything. And I would just lose focus. And then that losing that focus would also egg on my self-doubt because then I started to feel bad. I started to feel bad about myself. Maybe I'm not really good at this. Maybe, you know, this, I should look at, look for something else that doesn't work. No, uh, you have to focus. You have to focus on the one thing and do that thing well. See it to completion. When you do that, it also builds your confidence. If you start doing one thing and you see it all the way to the end, whatever it is that God says the end is, then then you can move on to the next thing. With this podcast, yes, I started it and I've been doing well, but there's other things specifically related to this podcast that the Lord has called me to do uh, for about a year and a half. And I have yet to do it because of my own fear, my own insecurities, my own worry uh, and trying to control the situation that I cannot control. That's a whole nother subject. But because of that, I tend to lose my faith and you know be 
disgruntled about other things because I'm like, well, this ain't going right. Well, the reality is, is that you didn't complete the first thing that God told you to do or the last thing that he told you to do. So really you should be mad at yourself. Right. And so, um, so that's point number two, you got to focus. You really have to focus, do the one thing and do that thing. Well, the third and final thing is write it down. Habakkuk 2.2 says, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. We hear this all the time, especially at the beginning of the year when people talk about vision and talk about, you know, setting up your goals for the year. They tell you to write it down and make it plain. Write it down and make it plain. When God, when I asked God in that car, what is it that you want me to talk about? I wrote it down and he made it plain. Legit. The rest is so that I can run with. The rest is so I can go forth with. The reason why I have to write it down, and it has to be in this order. If you do it out of order, you write down before you are focused and before you're still, you're out of order. You can't write down nothing that's not from him. If that's if that's who your guidance is, is that if that is who you are getting your direction from, if you're going to do it in your on your own, it's not going to work. If it is not from him, it will not work. I can guarantee you that you will be spinning your wheels trying to figure out why aren't things working the way you would like for them to work. It's because it did not come from him. It did not come from him. It came from you. And I told you in the beginning, he told me to mind my business. He told me this didn't have anything to do with me. It had everything to do with him. So you have to write down what he is telling you to do because what he needs to get out has to get out through you. But can he use you? Can he use you? Are you going to do these things in the way that he needs you to do them? Remember, if we go back to the definition of faith, it is the belief in the existence of God, strong religious feelings or beliefs. It's the belief, trust in, and loyalty to. Are you loyal to him? I mean, that's a question for me too. We have to answer that on a different day, but are you loyal to him? Do you have complete trust in him? Do you have a firm belief in him for which there is no proof? Like not with your eyes all the time. You can't visually see it. Not all the time, but there's some things in your life that, you know, if God had not, you would not, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, there's lots of times. So in what he gave me, even with this conversation and even us talking about this, and I've mentioned this before, that when God gives me certain things specifically about like religious stuff and um, scriptures and all those things, I'm all, I always feel imposterous because I feel like, you know, I'm not a theologian. I'm not a pastor. I'm not. And his thing is, is that that does not matter. I did not ask for your qualifications. I did not ask for your title. I did not ask for your education or whatever have you. What I'm giving you is what needs to be, what needs to be said to whomever he needs to hear it. And so once I surrendered to that and I was able to say like, okay, well, this ain't about me. This is really about him. And this is about me showing up in a way that's authentic to myself because I still was am nervous about it because you're wondering how is this going to be perceived how is this going to look and my self-doubt shows up but my faith my faith in him is stronger because I'm recording this because guess what we have an option I had an option 
I had an option to talk about something completely different. I had an option to play back something from last year. I had an option to not do it at all. But I trusted and I'm clear because I do know that my obedience is connected to somebody else that I'm going to do it. And that's the reason why he continues to give me stuff. Because even if I hem and haul, even if I kick, he knows I'm going to do it. He knows that ultimately Felicia will get it done. Can he trust you to get it done? If he gives you something, if he pulls something on your heart, if he puts something in your mind to put out into this world, can he trust you? You got to answer that for yourself. I don't know. I think he can trust me enough. He knows that, you know, she's going to do it <laughs> eventually, like I said, but he can trust me. And I'm, I, I, and I do trust him. Am I getting to a place of complete trust where I can have blind faith? I want to. I really do. I'm not there yet. I can I can be honest about that. I'm not I'm not 100 percent there yet. I've had moments, but I'm not an everyday blind faither. That is that's just not where I'm at right now. He is still working on me and that's OK. So today, guys, we just talked about self-doubt and faith. Um, we talked about being still. Um, to make sure that you quiet your mind and your surroundings and connect back with him. Really find it like you don't have to, it doesn't have to be in a closet. It doesn't have to be, you know, in a uh, war room. It could be in your car. It could, let me tell you something. I have had a many, a many breakthroughs in the shower. Literally, it's just me some worship music. I'm like, I'm showering and then the Holy Spirit will just come over me and I will be in like, and then it will just continue, right? Like I get out and now I'm like worshiping and praying and all those things. If the Lord wants you, trust you, me, he will snatch you up. He will make sure that he gets your attention. I'm telling you to listen to the prompting. When you feel that tugging on your spirit, when you feel him trying to get your attention and you keep pushing him off, like I'm, after I watch my show, okay, because all the Chicago's just came back, okay? After I watch my show, this is the final season of This Is Us, okay? After I, you know, eat, after I do this, he wants you to seek him first. Seek him first, which is the second thing, and it's to focus. Focus on him. We talked about managing what it is that you need to do and what the one thing that you can do that you are doing. The one thing that God wants you to focus on and do that well. That's what you need to do. You need to put your focus into that one thing that he told you to do and see it to completion. See it all the way to the end until he gives you the next thing. And if you are unsure what that, that thing is, Ask yourself, what is the last thing that God told me to do? What is the last thing that God told you to do? And go from there. Third and last thing is to write it down. Write down whatever God gives you in those still moments when you are present with him and he is speaking to your heart. What is he saying to you? And when you get that information and he downloads that to you, write it down. Write it down so you know. One, so you're able to be able to see where he bought you from or you know if what he said come to pass you don't know if you like a, if you just leave it in your head and then you be like well I ain't really sure I'm not why you you have nothing to lose because at this point the worst that can happen is you in the same place you are right now you got nothing to lose write it down like 
it's okay write it down um so yeah that's all i have for today next week we will still be on self-doubt and faith um I'm going to have to go back and be still. So I figure out, you know, so he can tell me what the next thing is. But I really, I know the reason why he told me to start here in the beginning of the year. Because, okay, yeah, we can start with health. We can start with finances. But all of that comes from him. All of that we need his help on. And so then we don't address the elephant in the room, that the fact that you ain't even connected to him, the fact that you have, for whatever reason, right, some of it is busyness. Some of it is that you are running. Some of it is, is that it's just not a habit as of yet. Some of it is, is that, and I heard this in the sermon, the way you were connected to him in one season, it has to look completely different in the next season. And sometimes what we're holding on to is how we was holding on to him before. And now he needs you in a different way. But in order for you to know how he needs you, you're going to have to seek him and be still okay as always y'all thank y'all for rocking with me i would love to talk to y'all in the comments on instagram about this episode so make sure you comment and share rate and review on apple Podcasts, and make sure that you are following me on instagram at slaying self-doubt until next week see ya All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self-Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.